And that is the answer, the black seeds there. And some of you might be hearing some of the black seeds a little bit later on today because if you're headed up to Kirikiriroa Hamilton this weekend, Meatstock, which is the biggest barbecue festival in Australia and New Zealand, is back at Mystery Creek after a three-year hiatus. And, of course, there will be food, of course. Music from the likes of the Black Seeds. Also, um, she had Catch Fire, Tammy Nielsen playing as well. And there will also be a medieval combat village. Now, that is the work of professional fight choreographer and stunt fighter Alexander James Holloway, who's with us now. Atamarie, good morning. Hi, good morning. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Um, <laughs> stage fighting, how do you find out that that's your thing? <laughs> well, I guess, um, yeah, a stick was always a sword, you know, growing up uh, as a kid. And uh, and then I suppose I just, uh, yeah, was lucky enough to make a living from it, really. So, yeah, I went to a drama school where they specialised in, in stage combat. So I've got a degree in stage combat. And now I teach that, um, yeah, uh, across New Zealand and Australia. And uh, went back to the UK recently to go and see my old friends and stuff and work on the Vikings TV series. and Yeah, all sorts of cool stuff. So, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. A degree in stage combat, huh? Yes, that's right, yeah. <laughs> is it the only one in the world? That is, yeah, yeah. So it's the only place that you can get a degree in stage combat, um, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, so we, uh, lots of us know each other, which is great. And, and um, yeah, so, yeah. So is that combat from, uh, I guess, across the ages, across continents? Yeah. How do you even yeah, study well, stuff like that? I know, it's, it's fascinating, isn't it? Yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, so it's all different weapon systems, uh, lots of European uh, martial arts, of course. Uh, but it's all obviously aimed towards sort of stage and screen. So everybody out of being transported into the scene. So you have to use steel. Um, so they can hear the ting of the of the swords and the clash. Um, and there's just something so sort of visceral about that. Hearing those uh, those sounds uh, from the steel hitting each other or like wooden shields or um, or seeing blood effects that we do. Um, it just uh, it helps transport the audience uh, into, into the world that you've created. Mm. Um, and you can really ruin that if you don't have a you know, a good fight director who really knows all those tricks and uh, knows what the audience wants. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I, I think stage combat um, and live theatre is just so important, uh, especially now with so much technology stuff. I mean, going to see a live performance, um, whether it's, you know, reenactment fighting or knights fighting each other for the sport boo hurt, or if it's a stage play like uh, any of the Shakespeare shows happening in Auckland at the moment, uh, the Public Globe, like if you go and see those shows, mm all the fights, all the special effects, and it just helps transport you to another world. And for those, I guess, that short time, you can um, relax and, yeah, be transported uh, <laughs> to another place. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I love that. And the sorts of things that you that you look at, that you teach, I guess, when you're putting these sorts of things together, is it yeah. effectively any kind of, any physicality that's happening on stage? So I guess it starts with body language, uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I mean, personally, I love uh, I love the sort of art of body language and how much you can tell from a, a character or a person just by the way they're walking, their their posture, uh, the way they hold a sword. Are they holding a the sword correctly? So you know if they've never held a sword before, or if it's a character that's never meant to have held a sword before, and suddenly they pick up a sword and they're a ninja. You're like, oh man, that's not realistic. You know, like there's so many things that uh, so many small um, details that you need to get right as a fight director um, uh, to to help the audience believe what you're telling them is true. Um, and sometimes as an audience, we watch a show um, and we go, oh, I didn't look right. And sometimes we don't know why it, it didn't look right. And it's because of those small details that really mm. make it uh, more believable, you know, um, and fights have to 
suit the character and have to suit the play or have to suit the film or TV series or whatever it is. And if it's not, it just becomes, um, it's just quite selfish. Uh, I think as if you're a fight director and you just put on a really big fight and it actually doesn't suit the piece at all. Uh, so mm. there's, some, you know, there's so many things that you um, have to uh, navigate as a fight director, which I find fascinating and it keeps it really interesting. And some of that um, work, I guess, when you're using those weapons that are presumably not as sharp, but are, you know, are the real thing in the sense that they're the real steel. They've got that weight and that heft that people Correct. have to yep. be able to wield them in a certain way. Um, I mean, that stuff helps, but but then you do have people like flinging large pieces of metal around the show. Yeah, for sure. Me, uh, absolutely. And, uh, and that's why we have to uh, treat it with such caution when we're doing the training. And that's why we need uh, you know, a decent amount of time to train actors it's different to if you're doing film or TV because you're lucky enough to, if you're lucky enough anyway, to have a, a stunt team, they get to fill in for the fights and they're trained and they, you know, can pull off your really cool choreography that you've got in your head. But most of the time for theater, you, you, you've got the actor and, and you've got, you know, the allotted time you have with them to do the fight and, um, and, that, and that's sort of it. So there's lots of safety stuff that you have to do. You have to make sure they're not going to injure themselves. You've got to make sure they're not going to injure each other. Um, and because, again, they're using steel, they're not using plastic or rubber or latex like the Woodward film, uh, we have to be even more cautious. And so, um, yeah, there's lots of um, things that we have to do mm. uh, to make sure they don't do that. Yeah. How different is it when you're working for something on the screen, for film or TV, in terms of what you can do, but also how, yeah. how you deal with that? What's the approach? Well, so um, I was initially trained in, in stage combat, um, so tre- che- uh, cheating sort of hits and stabs and special effects, like live special effects to a live audience, which is super hard uh, when you compare it to film and TV, because, you know, I'm only for film and TV. I'm, I'm only really cheating it to what, you know, one camera, you know, one pair of eyes or maybe two cameras potentially. Um, but with, with live theater, I've got to cheat it to like 500 people all looking in, in different directions and sometimes when i'm doing shakespeare shows like we did at the pop-up globe we it's in the round so i have to cheat the sort of <laughs> the people getting stabbed or hit or things like that in the round so it's, it's really um it really is uh, can be quite difficult um so uh yeah going from stage to screen um has been a lot easier than than i would assume going from screen to stage because suddenly you have to also create the sounds of the hits yourself so it's not like you can put those sounds in after um, so if you, you know, punch somebody and there's no sound, suddenly uh, <laughs> it's a bit of a, a lacklustre and it's like, oh, man, you know, I missed, I missed uh, making the nap, the sound, you know, and then it can really ruin a, an amazing scene. And of course, it's all a one take, right, with, with theatre. Um, we can't go again. We can't like, OK, cool, let's, let's start the scene again. You just can't do that. It's live theatre. So, so if you sort of start to mess up your fight scene, uh, yeah, it's, um, that's it. <laughs> and I, I guess from, you know, from things like medieval times, which is what you're, yeah. you know, you're going to be doing today over the weekend. Yeah. That's um, right. You've got the weapons, but how do yeah. you know how people fought with them? I mean, that's a great question. That's a, that's a great question. So um, I guess with our sort of uh, pop-up renaissance fair that we've got here, we've got such a huge uh, range of different time periods. And I mean, we've got Romans here, we've got Vikings, we've got Knights, we've got all sorts of, um, all sorts of people here, which is great. And all of them had different fighting styles. They all had different weapon systems. Um, they all, you know, they all fought in different ways. They all fought different types of people. 
So, um, yeah, luckily, lots of these things have been documented in manuscripts and uh, things like that, and that sort of diaries of emperors and things, you know. So um, we know that because that's what we get taught in history, right? So, we, so that stuff exists, which is great. Um, and with the medieval fighting, we've got all these amazing manuscripts and with drawings and all sorts of, there's so much information out there now with the internet as well. Uh, so many people can access that and have a look through these sort of stances and how they how they stood, how they moved, and, and, and all sorts of stuff. So it's fascinating. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really cool. Is there a time period or a place in time that you feel that you particularly would have been a good fighter? <laughs> I mean, I do, I, do love, I do love the knights, you know. I've, I've, there's, there's, there's something about uh, knights that really appeal to me, I guess just because growing up in the UK, you know, always going to castles um, uh, as a kid, you know, and being inspired by that and being inspired by... Um, movies with uh, you know with knights fighting on horseback and all that sort of cool stuff, and then um, and they're seeing live shows of course at these castles. It's quite a common thing in the UK. You have knights jousting and stuff like that, and these fight displays. And then when I went to get my sort of degree um, uh, in the when I got my degree, um, I was lucky enough then when I graduated to actually be in those shows. So it's a really nice full circle of me going, oh cool, like I, you know this is what inspired me when I was like five or six years old. And then, um, you know, me as, a, as an adult, when I graduated, I was able to, to work on those shows as, as, uh, as a sort of a part-time job uh, while, while I was acting. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, that was really special, special for me, yeah. Now, one of the things that you're going to be doing today is Boo Hurt, I think, which I have to say, I'd never come across that word <laughs> until this week. What is <laughs> Absolutely. it? Uh, so Boo Hurt, basically in a nutshell, is the full contact night sport. So they are, um, uh, yeah, fully plated uh, knights, uh, basically punching the snot out of each other uh, for our entertainment, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, there's, uh, it, 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 it's like, it, you know, if you're watching it, it's, it would be like watching, uh, yeah, like a martial arts competition, except they're all in full plate armor and they've got weapons in their hand. Uh, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome to watch. I don't know if this is the right way to think about it, but is it like, is it cosplay? The fighting end of cosplay? No, no. I knew no, that would cosplay. I knew that would annoy you. Sorry. Uh, no, no, it's not annoying me. No, 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 no. We love we love cosplayers. Okay. All, all, all people that are all all, all things. It's all, it's all good. But no, they're not they're not cosplayers. So cosplay is, I guess, in a nutshell, where people you know that you you go away for like um uh no. So cosplay is when you go to like an event like Armageddon or things like that, and mm. you um sort of dress up as your favorite character from the film tv show uh kind of thing and you make your own costume and there's, there's some amazing costume makers out there from the cosplay community um where this stuff is uh is you know either make their own armor or buy their own armor and uh and it's full plate armor and yeah they're, they're actually just fighting each other so it's a full contact sport so think of it like like a martial arts sport like bjj or something like that and they but they've got you know either a sword and a shield or a two-handed sword and they're trying to get each other to the ground and, what, and part of the rule is that you're not allowed to drop a weapon. Um, so, yes, you can't just drop a weapon and rugby tackle somebody. <laughs> you've got to uh, beat the snot out of them first with your weapon to tie them out, uh, I guess, is one of the tactics, or whack their legs or whatever it might be uh, to, to get them to the floor. And they're in groups as well. So, you know, a couple of groups holding onto each other with their shields and trying to get them to the floor. So it's pretty crazy. And then, and then you have reenactors, which is a different thing again. So reenactors sort of dress up and go away for weekends and do more of a living history, you know? So they might, you know, live as, as Romans for a weekend or as Vikings for a weekend, which we have here as well. And then when they do fighting, uh, it's a different style because they're not actually trying to, trying to hurt each other or get each other to the floor. They're just sort of 
showing the fighting style of that day and having fun. So uh, that's different again. And then we do different stuff with obviously uh, stage combat, which is a show, mm. more of an entertainment thing. So yeah, mm. all the stuff. Nonetheless, though, I guess you have to be very fit to do this kind of stuff, uh, especially when you're yeah. lifting and, and dealing with things like the armor and the swords, because they're they're heavy, and I guess your stamina will have to be incredibly good. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a different kind of fitness, uh, really. Um, so yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's sort of like it's, it's, yeah, it's a warrior fit kind of fitness um, where you're moving your wrists and your your uh, your knees and your body in, in ways that you don't normally do in everyday life so it, it is a different type of fitness for sure yeah mm. um you mentioned that some people make their own armor yes uh, do you do that how do you do that uh, no no i i can fix uh i can uh, fix armor that we have uh, to a certain extent like re-riveting and stuff like that and using angle grinders and all that sort of stuff but but i can't uh no i personally don't make um, the armor myself but lots of these these guys do mm. um they they yeah because lots of them are like electricians or builders or you know spark it or whatever it might be um mm. and then at the you know their sort of sport what what they do once a week is is this and so yeah you, you end up um having a whole bunch of people with different jobs um and different skill sets that, that help with boot hurt for sure and so when um people are keeping fit to do these kinds of things especially over here yeah. have you ever got involved or do you know people who get involved with some of the maori kapahaka arts because a lot of that is about things like um you know wrist strength and flexibility and yeah. and that kind of thing yeah well no i haven't come across that much with the, from the buhart side uh, personally but i know obviously with my uh, uh, fight directing you know i, I work with uh, Tapo Theatre and an Auckland Theatre Company and and uh, yeah many other theatre companies uh, sort of in Auckland across New Zealand where when I do a fight scene um, yeah those who have done Kapahaka they, it, it, it sort of comes a bit more natural and, and any sort of thing that involves your wrist movement and moving it um, uh, helps with, with sword work for sure so um, yeah and that, that sort of performance element of sort of just switching it on uh, sort of really helps uh, with that as well so yeah um, Have you ever Managed to injure yourself, injure yourself significantly. No, I've been <laughs> recently. No, 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 no. I've been really lucky, actually. No, um, uh, I was just going to find some wood to touch. Just give me a second. Mm -hmm. uh, yep, awesome, good. <laughs> uh, no, so uh, no, I've, I've been very, very lucky with that. Uh, I mean, you, you sort of get the general injuries like bruises and things like that. I guess mm. is what happens. But you know, when you're throwing your body around and doing things like that, that's that's to be expected. Um, but no, there's uh, no, not that, not that I've come across, which has been, yeah, which is lucky. Yeah. I guess there's a there's a lot of appeal around this kind of thing, and one thing that um, is certainly beginning to pop up here and there are places where you can do axe throwing for fun. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. We, what do you we, make of that? We, yeah. It's, well, yeah, we teach it. Yeah. So we teach axe throwing and archery and sword fighting and archery tag and all sorts of stuff at my school in Auckland. Um, sort of stage and screen combat school. Uh, so we run classes uh, uh, daily in archery, axe throwing, sword fighting for like homeschoolers, after school clubs, uh, adult classes. We do um, stag nights and hen nights. We do birthday parties. Uh, we do all sorts of cool stuff. So yeah, we, we sort of um, we constantly uh, uh, getting lots of people through, which is uh, which is really really cool. So yeah, it's, it's becoming quite common now. Um, uh, so it's yeah, it's, it's great. It's really really good. Good stuff. I think I've got to let you go because uh, 
it is going to open. Short meat stock is going to open at eleven o'clock, and it's just uh, yeah, three minutes too. People here, it's uh, yeah, so the, yeah, ten thousand Saturday and six thousand something Sunday, and whatever. lots of people, loads of people, all the people. Great stuff. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Well, go along there and see Alexander James Holloway. Thank you very much for your time this morning on Saturday morning. Professional fight choreographer and stunt fighter who's going to be at the Medieval Combat Village there down at Mystery Creek.